0: Support for LAist comes from FX, presenting Reservation Dogs. From co-creators and executive producers Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi, Reservation Dogs follows four indigenous teenagers in rural Oklahoma. Learn more at fxnetworks.com fyc.
1: Support comes from Rancho La Puerta, a resort with 84 years of wellness experience and vacations centered on mindfulness and well-being. Activities like sunrise hikes, water classes, yoga, and spa therapies. RanchoLaPuerta.com.
0: L.A.S. Studios. You're listening to the NFL on How to Allay. Just kidding. It's still your favorite podcast about L.A. and I'm still your host, Brian De Los Santos. But we do want to talk about sports today and specifically about our two NFL teams, the Rams and the Chargers. The NFL season is here, and our home teams have their first games in just a couple of days. Y'all know I'm not a big sports person, but I still wave my city flag high, even if we lose. LA has been a football town for a few years now after not having a team for years. And I think it's safe to say we've gotten used to it. The Rams were Super Bowl champs in 2022 and both teams have made strides. And if you live or hang out in Inglewood, you know SoFi, our main football stadium, is part of LA's DNA now. There's pretty much no hiding that. So now that you've all recovered from Taylor Mania and the Beehive hitting L.A., we thought it'd be cool to bring in an expert to talk about the upcoming NFL season and break down all the things you need to know about L.A.'s football scene. We have Gilberto Manzano, writer for Sports Illustrated and the host of the sports podcast Compas on the Beat. Fun fact, Gilberto and I went to Cal State Northridge together and we were editors at the school paper at the same time. Welcome to How to L.A., Gilberto. Brian, how's it going? Uh, I'm not used to your professional
1: voice because we did go to college (laughs) together. We do not talk this way, but we are in the professional world now. So I think we should be a little more proper. But you got it down.
0: Yeah, perfect. You already know what it gives. I kind of want to go back to our full circle moment of like growing up as, you know, these college kids working on the paper together. And now we're in a studio. Yeah, this is pretty
1: fancy. Uh, We had a studio at the Daily Sunday at Cal State Northridge. And first of all, Brian, I can't remember the last time I saw you. It might have been my graduation party, which would be 2012. I am dating myself here,
0: but I can't remember. And before we get any further, I do want to ask you about the history of how we got NFL in L.A. Um, We've had ebbs and flows of, of teams. For example, like we had the Rams and the Raiders before. Then we had no team at all. Then years later, the Rams are back and the Chargers come to L.A., that's a lot of info, but can you wrap it up for us, kind of briefly, sort of?
1: The Rams just left in '96, and even a team like the Rams, who have a lot of history in LA, but they left for you know almost three decades. And then 2015, you start hearing the whispers like they they can't give them a new stadium in St. Louis. It's such an old, outdated stadium. And the thing that was the thing that's ironic, Brian, like they didn't have a new stadium in LA. That's why they left in the first place. So that same issue in St. Louis. And then Stan Kroenke, Stan Kroenke, he's the owner of the Rams, and. He has a lot of money from real estate from his side, and then he married into the Walmart family, so he's really loaded with cash. And he, he, he got private money to build SoFi Stadium, and that was a big next step to bring football back to L.A. And then the Rams officially moved here in 2015. 2016, the Rams was the first season, and then the Chargers moved in 2017. So, And it was kind of a weird scenario. like They were forced to live together at SoFi mm-hmm. Stadium because the Chargers also needed a stadium in San Diego. And the NFL was like, hey, Stan Kroenke, you want this new stadium. I know you're rich and you have the money to do it. But can you bring in the Chargers to have a very forced marriage between the Chargers and the Rams? It got really messy, but here we are, the Rams are Super Bowl champions and the Chargers are moving up too. Stan,
0: you brought your Rams back to Los Angeles. You built the world's greatest stadium. You brought together the greatest players and coaches. And now you've won Super Bowl 56. Congratulations. The Vince Lombardi Trophy is staying in Ram's house. So going off on that, you just talk, spoke about the fan base. What is it like here now for these teams that are kind of not newish, but they've been here for just less than a decade, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, the Charger fan base, it was kind of like a joke in the NFL. Like, you're, you're not really wanted in L.A. because you're from San Diego. But the biggest thing they got a quarterback in Justin Herbert, and when you got a quarterback who's really good, the face of the franchise, you bring a lot of fans that way, mm-hmm. and that's the one big thing about LA is like if you have superstar players like a, like a Kobe Bryant, you gravitate towards star players. So is Justin Herbert still the QB? Yes, no, he's still the quarterback. Uh, he actually he just got paid uh, I want to say five year contract, two hundred and sixty two million dollars. So I got to cover Herbert as a rookie, so I got to see that rise of of Herbert. Came out of nowhere. Kid from uh, Eugene, Oregon. Really quiet. You know, really tall dude. Could really throw the football. And then the last three years, he's just been really, really good. So there is Herbert again with that fourth down magic we saw it all of last year. One of the elite quarterbacks. Herbert looks one way, throws the other into the end zone. Touchdown to the tight end.
0: Well, I posted to social media this question about, like, hey, I'm not a sports girly, but I know some of you guys are sports fans. Um, Sal Avila on Instagram asked us, how do we get more people to dump the Raiders and become Ram or Charger fans? Because let's be honest, there are tons of Raider fans in LA. Let's talk about the Raiders fan base.
1: Yeah, my most read story was a a Raiders story. I don't know what to tell you, Brian, because you could say maybe the fans will age out. It's a new generation, but... They're so passionate about their fa- their team, that when they have kids, they tell their kids, "You gotta be a Raiders fan." The Rams, you know, same thing. They struggle with the Who's House, and the Raiders, like like Raiders. That's was, that was the best thing I could give you, Brian. <laughs> Raiders. Raiders! Raiders. They just, you know, were here for ten years, and whatever they did, like they were just cool colors, you know, uh, silver and black. They were so popular among hip hop uh, Latino communities as well. It just stuck with the culture.
0: We'll be right back after the break.
1: Support for LAist comes from FX's What We Do in the Shadows. Follow the nightly exploits of vampire roommates Nandor, Laszlo, Nadja, and Colin Robinson as they navigate the modern world of Staten Island with their human familiar. Starring Kayvon Novak, Matt Berry, Natasha Dimitriou, Mark Prokish, Harvey Guillen, and Kristen Shaw. Emmy eligible in all comedy categories. Television Academy members can watch all episodes at fxnetworks.com fyc.
0: Support comes from Rancho La Puerta, a wellness resort just 45 minutes from downtown San Diego. Three, four, and seven-night retreat packages include fitness classes, hiking, live music, mindfulness, and culinary adventures featuring fruits and veggies straight off the vine. Special rates and offers are available for summer stays and first-time guests. Saver summer at Rancho La Puerta, rancholapuerta.com. And we're back. The home teams, the Rams and Chargers, they start their seasons on September 10th. So what are you looking forward to play out this year, whether it's the rivalries, like we just said, or the underdogs of the seasons?
1: Yeah, you know, it might be kind of a strange uh, position for the Rams, but they are underdogs. Like, like I'm expecting the Rams to be really bad, and I, and I hate to say that, but, you know, they have some good good players and Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and a really good head coach and, and Sean McVay. Like like I told you, Brian, like, if you have some star power, like you're going to be okay. Especially in LA, but the rest of the rest of the team looks pretty young and experienced, and it might be some rough moments. the The Rams had a very unique approach to win that Super Bowl two years ago. They traded for a lot of proven talent, and they just said, "We're going all in for one Super Bowl. We don't care what happens after." Mm. And last year, they only won five games, and I, I got to cover that team and
0: five games.
1: You know. If, I love football, but I was pretty bored watching yeah. that team team on a weekly basis. Like, and their prices maybe they're 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 a little higher than the Chargers. And, and you're trying to take your family to SoFi Stadium, who, which team are you gonna pick? The one that's good and cheaper, or the team is kind of bad and a little more expensive? So, so that's why part of me feels like the Rams won't be bad for too long because they know they got to get people's attention. So, who knows? A trade could happen in October, and they do well, and they come back and they and they win. But on the Rams side, I I just don't know they're going to do it.
0: So I know you don't want to talk about so much about numbers, uh, but I do want to talk about um, rankings. Uh, You and your colleague Matt Verderam listed the top 100 players for Sports Illustrated, where you work at. And you projected a number one. That's a big list, You, you know, 100 players. But you did list Justin Herbert of the Chargers, which you mentioned earlier.
1: I felt like for Justin Herbert number 11 is pretty good cuz you know 100 players is still a lot and to be top 11 is really good for Justin Herbert. Uh some people might even disagree cuz he's re- he's really that good. Maybe he should be a top 10 player.
0: So what about the home teams? You kind of dished out on the Rams. Um so let's start with the Rams and the Chargers.
1: At one point I thought the Rams might be the second worst team in the NFL. Oh my
0: <laughs> god, really? <laughs> yeah,
1: like the like the Arizona Cardinals are by far the worst team. And the funny thing is, like, uh, to keep it more LA centric, show USC has a really good quarterback right now, Caleb Williams. Like, he's going to be for sure the number one pick in the draft. So, like, like, NFL has this weird thing where, like, if you're the worst team record wise, you get the first pick. So, some teams like to lose on purpose. I shouldn't say that out loud, but I it's understand. obvious they like That's to lose on key. purpose. Then we felt like the Rams were going to do the same thing because they went the Super Bowl, they're rebuilding. You want to again a new star quarterback who's in LA already. You want to get ticket sales. Kayla Williams your guy. So mm-hmm. I was assuming that, but then Sean McVay came back to, to coach the team, and he's a very he's a very big competitor.
0: All right, how about Chargers?
1: Chargers are, they're gonna be much better. Okay, and because Justin Herbert, you got a quarterback who's young in this league. You you always have a chance, but the thing with the Chargers, they always have good talent and good players but they always seem to get in their way. They 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 get to that point where like you you want to be in the playoffs. You want to be in that spot. But then they blow it and they don't go far. They'll be one and done or they just miss the playoffs by a game or two. So I think this year they'll get it done. Like I don't know if I want to call them Super Bowl contenders, but they'll be top 10. How about that?
0: Okay. You know that I'm not a big sports person since since college? Yes, <laughs> I definitely know that. <laughs> Don't send me to write any sports stories because I will not understand it. But for us non sports fans, what should we know if we want to defend our home teams? Like if you're considering being a football fan or picking a team kind of thing. Let's say I want to go to the like sports bar. I want to sound kind of smart, you know, there's a cute guy that I want to pick up and you know.
1: You know, if you're at a bar, just say Justin Herbert, he's a really good quarterback and, and just kind of <laughs> okay. keep going. And then you kind of throw him off by saying, like, he has really nice hair. You know, the Rams, you could just say, you know, that Cooper Cup, he's a really good wide receiver. And, and then you'll probably get some sports freak and like, oh, yeah, I want to draft on my fantasy football team. And people, uh, there you go, that's another thing. You just ask anybody about their fantasy football team, they won't shut up for 10 minutes. People love to brag about their fantasy football team.
0: I want to talk to you about SoFi Stadium in Inglewood because you've been there like so many times in the past two years. As a lifelong Angelino. what are your tips and tricks if you're catching a game there? Think about concession stands, your favorite spots, parking. It's really
1: expensive. Like, you know, I did not grow up with money. So I'm kind of the person that thinks about money a lot in my head. Like, how much is that beer? Or how much is that? For the experience, I say do it. But figure out how to carpool. Parking is really bad and really expensive. And then the ride share is a a mess because all the Uber drivers and Lyft drivers get so frustrated with having to wait to drop you off. And that gets a little awkward. So
0: so now that some time and years have passed and we have new teams, do you feel like culturally, is L.A. now a football town?
1: Yeah, it's a tricky question. And If you look at the, the seat at SoFi, it's always held up. You might not see Charger jerseys or Rams jerseys, but they're always there. And I'm pretty sure most of those people live in, L- in the L.A. area, you know, Orange County, L.A. County, Ventura County, whatever it is. That's how much team or, or fans gravitated towards other teams because they were gone for almost three decades. And and people love football and people love fantasy football, like I was telling you. And, and that's kind of the era we're in, like a perfect example, USC. USC could be really bad. They're still going to sell out the Coliseum because they've had that culture. They've had that winning tradition. So if the Rams and the Chargers start winning consistently, the Rams did it. But you can't do it one time. The Lakers win all the time. The Dodgers win all the time. They don't win the World Series the whole time, but they get pretty far all the time. So Be consistent. But in terms of being in a football town, it's definitely a football town. People love college football. They love the NFL. Now, we can't decide on one thing, but that kind of defines (laughs) L.A., right?
0: Yeah. You heard it here, folks. That was Gilberto Manzano, NFL writer at Sports Illustrated and podcast host of Compas on the Beat. Thank you so much for joining us, Gilberto. Thanks for having me, Brian. And if you want to check out more of his reporting, you can keep up with him at TikTok at gmanzano24. And now that I know a little bit more about our NFL teams, I might hit up that sports bar in WeHo or somewhere else. I don't know. Catch you there. Okay, folks, have a good season. And remember, every day is a good day to love LA. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by Victoria Alejandro. Our other team members include Monica Bushman, Megan Botell, Evan Jacoby, and Erica Washington. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, believe that quality journalism makes LA a better place to live.
1: One event can change a family for
0: generations. I'm Emily Kwong, host of a new podcast from LA Studios called Inheriting. It's about Asian American and Pacific Islander families and their histories. Join me for an immersive storytelling event at the Crawford in Pasadena. It's June 27th. Get your tickets
1: now at las.com slash events.